Hey there, and welcome back to the Hardly Late Show. I'm your host, Chandler. And this is part two of the Deactivating Survival Mode series. Sorry to leave you on such a cliffhanger last episode. I got some great feedback from last episode, and I'm really glad to hear that my experience resonated with some of you. So, just for a quick recap, last episode I talked about my life post-college graduation. Basically, I didn't get a fancy job in my field, so I ended up working a string of part-time jobs to support myself. I hit a rough patch financially, and in an act of desperation and survival, sold some belongings to pay rent and eventually found a second job. But like I said last episode, that was not a happy ending. It was actually the start of darkness. I'm just being dramatic, but that's enough joking. Let's, let's get into it. The year was 2015, and I started my second job as a doorman slash bouncer, and honestly, it was a really cool job, and I met a lot of cool people. But unfortunately, my mild temperament and my delicate sensibilities couldn't handle the constant confrontation and enforcement that the job required, so I called it quits after about six months. And luckily, I got a promotion at the comic book store, and got bumped up the full time, so the decrease in income wouldn't be as drastic. And you know what? Things were stable for a while, but survival mode was still running in the background. Remember, I told myself I'd never let myself fall behind in rent again, or find myself financially compromised like ever. The constant fear and resulting anxiety compelled me to pick up yet another job towards the end of the year, this time, it was at a lovely fitness center, which also ended up being a really great job. But um, really dumb side note, even though I worked at this fitness center and had a free membership and like knew everyone there, I was so self-conscious that I never actually worked out there. I worked out at a separate gym. I was just like throwing money away, but whatever. Anywho, at this point, it had been about four years since I graduated college and I was starting to accept my situation. If I can't get a job in my field, maybe I could find a way to make my own opportunities. Who needed a stupid corporate job anyway? And as soon as I made peace, guess what? I finally scored a corporate job in my field. And I ran out of that city as soon as I signed the offer letter. Didn't even look back. No, I'm kidding. I was incredibly grateful for all the growth I had and the friends I made while being home for those four years, but this felt like the opportunity of a lifetime. Finally, I could have a legitimate salary and put my college degree to use. I could finally deactivate survival mode. No more Mr. Two jobs, right? Wrong. Oh, so very wrong. So I started my fancy new job in the big city in the summer of 2016, and it was smooth sailing. Even though I was earning an entry-level salary, it was the most money I ever made in my life up to that point, so I was stoked. Until my dad lost his house at the end of the year. And I don't want to go into too much detail, but basically due to predatory lending, my dad's loan got accelerated and the lenders didn't give him any options other than to pay the loan in full. And my dad is wealthy in spirit, but not in coin, so his only choice was to jump ship. 
This was a pretty dire situation, mostly because my dad is elderly and lived by himself in a different state away from the rest of the family. So what was my dad going to do with an entire home's worth of furniture, no money, and only a few months to vacate? Well, I decided to make the practical, but in hindsight, kind of irresponsible decision to buy a home. My logic at the time was that I had this shiny new salary so I could qualify for a loan. This way, my dad wouldn't have to leave the state or be forced to get rid of his stuff and rent with strangers. And most importantly, I know he's sheltered and safe. Maybe I could get some tenants and therefore rental income to help with the mortgage. The situation looked good on paper and the math was mathing. And hey, maybe it would be a good investment. Little did I know, that those first two years of home owning were going to be the most difficult years of my life. It's honestly an entire saga that could probably be its own episode, but that's for another day. So despite the situation looking good on paper with my salary and the estimated rental income, everything that could go wrong with the house went wrong. But the worst part was a series of bad tenants that didn't pay rent, which meant that I had to pay out of pocket. And at this time, I am still living in the big city and paying my own rent on an entry-level salary. You can imagine the amount of financial strain I was under. Survival mode was dialed up to 11. Now, at this point, you're probably thinking, well, Chandler, no one told you to go out and buy an entire house. Yes, sure, true. However, like I say constantly, we all make the best decisions we can with the knowledge and resources we have at the time. And at the time, I thought I was making a good decision that was going to help my dad. So all I ask for is your compassion. Now, here I am, stuck in this difficult situation, candle burning at both ends. What was I to do? Now remember, this is like three years pre-pandemic, so moving home to work remotely and save money would have been a controversial, if not impossible, decision. Especially for someone in their first year of employment. So, I did what I knew best. I frantically searched for a second job. I haunted Craigslist daily. I searched job sites for anything that allowed night and weekend work. I even walked into bars and restaurants, asking if they were hiring. No bites. At this point, most of my income was going to rent, mortgage, and utilities for both. I lived off dollar pizza slices for months, and I couldn't afford to go out with friends or buy anything nice. Here I am, young, living in the big city with a cool job, and not even able to take advantage of it. This was supposed to be my big year, especially after four years of working in retail and not using my degree. I felt demoralized all over again. And I know I sound melodramatic, but that was my mindset at the time. But dramatics aside, I never found a solid part-time job, but I was able to cobble together an assortment of gig-based work. None of them paid much, but bakers can't be choosers, and every dollar helped. In no real particular order, the gigs I had were, one, an outdoor event and setup and breakdown kind of job, where it was like long hours and very grueling, and then the second one was like an indoor event setup and breakdown. Not as grueling as the first one, but like more physically demanding. I had to like lift a bunch of stuff repeatedly for like 
two to three hours, it sucked. Then I was an errand runner for an Uber like kind of app. Um, so like basically they would send a request and you would like respond to the request and like, you just like run around the city and do stuff for people. It was really cool. It's like my favorite. I was kind of like, I felt like I was like on a mission or on an adventure. Um, and then my last one was a shipping company that I quit after like two weeks due to the harsh working conditions because that it really sucked. I thought I was like going to like die or something. I'm being dramatic of course, but it sucked. But, um, despite all the backbreaking labor, I am forever grateful to those jobs and the people I've met there. And I did end up finding a solid part-time job, like eventually, but in the meantime, these jobs held me down. And it's amazing what opportunities you can find if you're willing to look and be open-minded. Leave no stone unturned. And that's something I'm learning to keep in mind in case I ever find myself entering survival mode again. Part of me does believe that the world is naturally abundant. That it has everything we need. It's too damn big not to. But somehow we're conditioned to feel like we'll never have enough. If I ever find myself in a situation like this again, I know that I can find another job if I have to. I mean, I've done it so many times. And like before, I can work there until I stabilize financially, then I can leave. And if I find myself in that situation again, rinse and repeat. But I think I have to learn to catch and release a situation once it serves its purpose instead of clinging onto it for dear life. And hopefully with that knowledge, I'll be able to enter these situations from a place of confidence and security instead of fear and desperation. Time will tell. So I think I'm going to cap the episode here. I'm probably going to do like one more in the series just to get us to present day and also give some more insights and reflections. But um, like I said before, we are the experts of our own human experience. So I want to hear from you, the experts. What are your experiences with survival mode? And what situations did you have to overcome? Or what sacrifices did you have to make? As always, you can reach me at hardlylateshow at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or even criticisms. And if you're enjoying the show so far, I'd really appreciate a review. But of course, no rush, no pressure. It's always a good time. You're hardly late. Bye for now.